This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Everywhere we turn at the moment, there's someone saying something about inflation. It's one of those words you hear all the time, but actually understanding the implications of what high or low inflation are can be tricky. It's a key piece of the economic puzzle, and it's a hot topic here in Australia, especially this week and also around the globe. We'll look at inflation and what drives it in this squeeze shortcut, what happens when it's too low or too high. We'll look at how inflation is playing out now and into next year's federal election campaign. Squeeze Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. First things first, Claire, what is this inflation business in a nutshell? Very simply, inflation is what happens when prices go up uh, or if it's low inflation, when prices go down potentially. So, of course, the price of goods move up and down all the time for all sorts of reasons. Uh, There's the basics of supply and demand. There's hype and fads. uh, But with inflation, it's a measure of the movement of the average price of everything consumers buy. Mm. Uh, So inflation is different to one-off price hikes or falls. It's something that's more structural. I've got two kind of, I think, can you take it a bit deeper for me? What actually drives it? So inflation is linked to big events that happen here in Australia and also on the world economic stage. And it has to be big enough to affect the cost of what you'd buy when it comes to goods and services in a month or across a few months. So big weather events can do that. But we're thinking about more things like global spikes in the cost of fuel, for example, or energy or a global economic slowdown. And there's something that actually measures that, Claire. It's called the CPI. Yeah, that's the Consumer Price Index. It measures the inflation rate. Uh, How it does that is by looking at a fixed basket of goods, so staples that we need to buy, uh, and then it compares how the price of that basket changes across a year. Uh, That then gives the people who control the policy settings a really reliable guide about what's happening with inflation and just how fast prices are going up. A basket of goods sounds very quaint to me. I wonder what's in there. I suppose milk, bread, eggs, bananas, whatever it might be. Childcare. Exactly. Petrol. All sorts of things. I suppose a measure like the CPI, Claire, would have a range that it's aiming for. Yeah, exactly right. So the Reserve Bank, the RBA, it's our central bank and it looks after monetary policy. It wants that inflation rate to sit somewhere between 2 to 3% across a year. The Reserve Bank has come up with this figure because that's the level that it reckons other parts of the economy like employment and wages growth functions really well. And the range is necessary to look across a year so that if one month moves above or below that range, the RBA isn't going to panic. What would make them panic? Well, anything that looks like it'll be persistent and impact Australia's cost of living significantly. And that happens uh, when we can't buy as much with our hard earned that we used to buy. Mm. So if a banana used to cost a dollar and it now costs 
four dollars, uh, but your salary hasn't increased, then you might start to wonder if you really need to buy bananas, <laughs> uh, or you might keep buying it, and then you run the risk of spending your money more quickly than you did before and having to go without other things. I like that we're we're picking up the banana theme here. That's what they call high inflation. What's low inflation? Low inflation is when prices aren't going up, or if it's in a negative range, they're going backwards, uh, and that might mean that people delay their spending because there's no fear about things getting more expensive Mm. Uh, and lower spending that might lead to a stalling or a fall in wages and businesses laying off staff. And you can start to see now how inflation has a pretty significant flow on effect for the economy. Yeah, exactly. If we're not spending, businesses aren't growing, they're not putting on staff and pushing wages up. Uh, It's really about keeping those economic wheels turning over. In recent years, inflation has been low, coming in under that 2 to 3% target set by the RBA. Let's get into that now. Leading into the start of 2020, a persistent issue with the economy, Claire, that was much talked about was low inflation. As we just said, really low inflation is a problem because there's not enough juice in the tank of the economy and it makes growth hard. Yeah, and when economic growth is slow, it means a lot for all of us. Governments don't get the sort of revenue that they might need to build schools and roads, for example. Um, Businesses don't get the opportunity to grow and offer more jobs to more people. Uh, And people's wages don't go up, so they might not take that holiday or buy that house. So it's all connected. And that's where we've been for the last few years with inflation, basically sitting under 2% since September 2014. And there's a couple of things to note. You'll remember that during a lot of that time, the coalition government was pushing a message about getting back into surplus. And Heard that phrase. <laughs> and that meant that there wasn't a lot of government money sloshing around the economy and that has an impact for all of us. But also during that time, unemployment wasn't high uh, and it wasn't as low as it could be either. So the labour market has changed a lot. There's international people coming in now. We can also source uh, work from people who work overseas. Uh, It's a much bigger pool to hire from and there's not been a lot of pressure on wages to go up. Of course, that was where we were until the pandemic hit at the start of 2020. What we know is that things have bounced around a lot during that time. But with people getting back out and about now, there's a lot of anticipation and speculation, Claire, about how our economy and the world will fare. In all of this, we keep hearing concerns about inflation. Yeah, exactly right. And you can't move at the moment for another central banker, a global leader or an economist spruiking a view about inflation. Just this week, the Prime Minister was talking about it. So where's it at? So inflation is running hot in Europe. It's a 13-year high of more than 4%. In the United States, it's at 6.2% over the year to October, and that's the highest it's been in the US in three decades. And here in Australia, inflation is at 3%. It hit that in the year to September, and that's the highest it's been for almost a decade. So we did touch on this before, but to be very, very clear, the concern about high inflation is that prices rise by a rate that our wage increases don't match. Yeah, and for example, in the US, that inflation rate of 6.2% has been accompanied by a 5% rise in workers' wages. Mm. Uh, And here in Australia, our 3% inflation compares to wages growth of less than 2% this year. So these things are dynamic and the numbers move all the time, but that's the scoreboard at the moment. The obvious next question is why? Why is inflation high? 
Let's get into that now. Claire, we know there are concerns about this period we're in at the moment of high inflation. Let's talk now about why it's happening. There are two main factors to call out. The first is the energy crisis in Europe and Asia, and there's some very specific reasons for that. And it relates to measures to meet emissions reductions commitments, also a surge in demand for power as businesses fire up as they move on from COVID, uh, and also the politics around oil and gas pipelines coming out of Russia. So there's a whole lot of things. Uh, We've already seen the consequences of some of that here with petrol prices surging to record highs, and it's all part of that. Yeah, don't look at the price of petrol, just... Close your eyes, tap your card, (laughs) walk away. What's the second thing? Uh, Supply chain blockages. So because of the pandemic, it's been harder to get stuff. And because of the recent spike in demand for goods as we come out of COVID, uh, there's also a shortage of workers that have been unable to help them fulfil those orders. So a whole lot of shaking off of COVID to do. Despite all of this, those in the know, Claire, they aren't too concerned. They reckon we're a bit protected here in Australia. Yeah, they do. And I'll defer to the guy in charge of the RBA, the Reserve Bank on that, Kate, and his name is Dr Philip Lowe. He's the man who can pull the levers on this. Uh, What he says is that many of the factors that have caused inflation and wages to sharply increase elsewhere uh, are more muted, is the quote, in Australia. Uh, He reckons that the jump in inflation that we've seen already is a lot about the surge in demand coming out of COVID lockdowns. So whilst it's obviously on their radar, it isn't enough of a concern to panic. Yeah, that's right. And he also says that prices aren't likely to keep rising at current rates as conditions normalise. That's the quote. And he says that prices might even decline in some areas. So he reckons that as we exit the lockdown and that whole period of closed borders and no travel, uh, things will start to open up and get a bit more normal. You said he had levers, Claire. So is this only a prediction that he's making or can he actually influence inflation? Yeah, so one of the Reserve Bank's job is actually dealing with inflation and the biggest lever that it has is interest rates. If interest rates go up, the idea is that that has a cooling effect on the economy. People Mm. spend less, uh, things slow down a bit. But for now, Governor Lowe says that interest rates are set to stay at that record low level of 0.1% for some time to come, potentially until 2024. It was just yesterday that he said that, so that's hot off the press. Don't know if you've heard, Claire, we're in an election year. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Haven't heard that. Amazing. (laughs) Got a feeling (laughs) that inflation, I think inflation might come up. Yep. Good thinking 99. I reckon you're probably right. Yeah. And I did have a laugh the other day when I heard an economist talk about how huge the issue of managing uh, costs of living pressures have been for the last few election campaigns. And that was when we had very low inflation. So just imagine what it's going to be like during this period when inflation is actually a thing. We've had a taste of it already, as I touched on just this week. In fact, Prime Minister Scott Morrison was talking about that very thing. Yep, he's been out and about talking to voters since coming back uh, from those international summits and he's hit that inflation note. Uh, He says that under Labor, and this is the quote, you're going to see petrol prices go up, you're going to see electricity prices go up, you're going to see interest rates go up more than they would need to. Uh, That goes to the whole debate that coalition governments run tighter budgets than Labor and at this tricky economic 
time coming out of COVID, Morrison believes that his government will do a better job of keeping those things in check. I think I've heard those lines from coalition leaders before. What does Labor say? <laughs> yeah, so they've called that sort of thing a tired and laughable old scare campaign. That's the quote. Uh, and that last time they looked, Scott Morrison wasn't in control of world oil prices or supply chains. And they say that they will run a responsible budget. There's no evidence in their policies that prices or interest rates will go up. We love an election campaign at the Squeeze. Bring it on. I know there's plenty of people who will be rolling their eyes thinking, oh, God, can this be <laughs> over already? But sorry, it's here to stay. That's your shortcut to what's up with inflation. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. Claire, got to tell people you've actually given this one to me. I can't claim it for myself, but I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to steal it off you. One country synonymous with high inflation is Zimbabwe. So there's a BBC video explainer to what drives their 550% inflation rate. And you're right, it's quite something. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're freaking out about 3%. Imagine yeah. 550%. Uh, and you know what I really appreciate? And that's our national institutions telling us what their positions are. Uh, why and when their key people are giving speeches and just really clearly communicating their stuff. So I really love the Reserve Bank's website. I really think it's great. <laughs> and look, it might be a bit dry for you, <laughs> but look, it's very terrific if you're just looking for all the information about all these sorts of things set out in a really clear way. I can tell people that you do spend a lot of time on the RVA website. <laughs> this is a very real recommendation. It couldn't be more more genuine. <laughs> Thanks as always for listening into Squeeze Shortcuts and we'll be back next week.